You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Defensively, right, because the the offense was good, but the defense, I think, was great. So... Way before, yeah. you know, before like the Chargers had done that last drive where, you know, ticky tacky, like, was Nuosu offside? I don't think so. Was that a helmet to helmet hit on the defense? Not really, you know, fine. Have that, have that touchdown. You, you didn't really earn it, but fine. They were like, there was a, they flashed a graphic up where the Chargers had like 222 yards um, in in the game with with Justin Herbert and you know Mike Williams was out there, Austin Eckler was out there, Keenan Allen tried to go. Obviously he he end he ended up not being able to play through his hamstring. But you know this was a pretty fully stocked Chargers team of an offense still. And yeah, they struggled against Denver, but for Seattle to do this is is you know Denver's no joke of a defense, and for Seattle to do this in t- difficult circumstances, right? Like this, the second time we, I talked about silly mistakes, the second touchdown they allowed comes after a bizarre uh, D. Eskridge fumble where he's obviously so worried about trying to run the toss play that he forgets to secure the football uh, and actually, you know, catch it um, <laughs> and that sort of thing. Uh, the Chargers averaged 4.8 yards a play, which that includes the the end of the thing, which that would, that would I think, be on course for best defense in the league if you extrapolated that to the whole season like better than any any defense like, that's really really good numbers um obviously they picked off herbert once so griff i'm very excited to dig into the the defensive film oh oh and also i'd be remiss not to mention their the fourth down efficiency numbers as well where the chargers went for it three times and got one yeah um like this game defensively showed so much that they didn't just play another good game right they 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 did so kind of 
still living in that same schematic world with the same main stuff, the same change-ups, which we'll talk about more on the, um, the, uh, the, the, the tape recap podcast coming up on Thursday. But like we're seeing, we're seeing the, the stalwarts, like, you know, your core Jordan Brooks and Diggs and stuff doing their thing, making plays, being who you want them to be. Um, you've got the, the rookies, Tariq Wool and Kobe Bryant keep making plays. I mean, again, they're not perfect. They're still growing, but they're, they're making plays, playing the rules, which is really important too, especially in zone. And then they're really hammering out when to use who in what situations between Cody Barton and Ryan Neal and Josh Jones. And those three guys are giving them pretty much everything they could want them to be. Um, and then like also because their skill set overlap, you know, strong safety and, and linebacker, right. That gives, that gives Clint hurt such, um, um, that gives Clint hurt such flexibility. Cause I mean, Cody Barton is matching seams all the way downfield you know, he's getting under stuff in play action. He had a great game. And then Ryan Neal is doing the same thing. Um, and then, of course, also he can press up on a on a tight end. Um, and so you because you can because there's some interchangeability there, like just enough. It means that Clint Hurt can be super flexible in what call uh, he trots out there, irrespective of what personnel package he has out there. So it's just it's further giving him more flexibility you're not giving the offense any tells based on, um, you know, what your personnel package is. And that lets him further kind of, you know, it, it, it's the whole being greater than the sum of your parts thing. Right. But now on defense, like we talked about with Waldron and Gino on offense, now on defense, it's, you can let, you can let the, the, how you sequence calls benefit the players and the players doing well within that benefit, the play calls and stuff. And it's like, they, they have a, they have a big picture here. and also should be said, the defensive line is just coming alive. I mean, yeah, they're okay. just beating guys. They're just and that goes Dar- hand Darryl in hand Taylor with that goes hand in hand with that right as well. You know, with right? The, Absolutely. The, with the with the play calling, also the the coverage, right? And I find it interesting. I think the fact that Eckler goes uh, nine uh, rushes for thirty one yards, but more than that, um, twelve receptions for ninety six yards. So there isn't like a, a crazy average, but they're checking it down to him. Um, but despite that, the Chargers only go five for 15 on third down. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah. that, that sort of illustrates the point in a statistical way and that they're, they're moving the weak point around well enough. Um, and then the rush is winning. And Griff, you're impressed by the rush. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm curious to see if it's more of like, even though the four man rush benefits more in four down, which the four man rush was good when they went four down in, in obvious passing situations. But um, I also wonder if it's benefiting whoever the, the, the edge rusher is that is rushing when they're in bear spacing uh, because they're getting the protection calls that benefit or that lend themselves to getting one-on-ones. Um, and I'm also curious to see if they're manipulating getting um uh, one guy one on one that the, the offensive line isn't expecting to rush, so kind of like dropping the the strong side linebacker to the side of the nickel, or dropping the the linebacker that's on the same side as the nickel when they're not expecting it, and you kind of get the same thing as that, um, you know, the bonus fire zone spacing, even though it's not technically that call. Yep. Anyway, um, there's, there's mean, a, lot, a lot of that going on. 
you get the identical spacing yeah yeah you're yeah. maybe not attacking the protection the exact same way but yeah everything else yeah. is the same um also but it's really important because think about it how do you play rip liz to a two by two formation when you're in bear right whether it's whether it's stick or penny whatever they call it now because mm-hmm. how do you who's your second hook defender if you're playing sky rotation because you want to carry seams but you also want to defend the run and bear you have to drop that that hook defender so that's why i think we see it mostly as a trips check for that for that reason but if you're not activating your hook defenders anyway to get depth right mm-hmm. it, you might as well drop that strong side linebacker who's just really playing the check down for the most part yeah um Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway, so I'm really curious to see how this all mixed together because I feel like the players are playing well and Clint Hurt, Sean Desai, Carl Scott, they have completely figured out their formula and what they're going to work out of now. Um, they did um, They did sprinkle in a bit more even down on, on earlier downs, which I think was probably they were playing with a bit of a lead, but also sure. Herbert dropped back 51 times, completing 33 passes. So <laughs> Also... Is Brian Mona just a pass rusher now? Like, what's, what's happened the last That's season? so random. I think it's in part because he's getting the bare front gives him one on ones. He's not like doing, he's not doing the job of the nose tackle in the four man rush where you just want to soak up a center and a guard, right? So other people, he's getting a one on one with the center and he's just bull, bull rushing the crap out of him. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. So that, that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. He's just moving dudes. He's what do you think of straight defense, moving dudes? Ty? Uh, it was fantastic today. I mean, you mentioned it, the five for 15 on, on third downs. That's huge. And on top of that, the one for three on, on fourth downs. I mean, that that's the ball game right there. Um, did we mention uh, Mike Jackson yet? Did either one of you mention Mike Jackson? He had a great game today as well. Obviously had the drop pick that would have been yeah. game over right there, uh, right there. But uh, overall, he had some really nice reps, some really big reps today. Um Ryan Neal is 509 Adventures uh, mentioned uh, in the comments was just all over the place today. He was fantastic. Like they, they have uh, to, to, to um, Griff's point. It just seems like they have a good mix. Now they, they've kind of found their groove and how they want to use personnel. And it's just really, really working for them. And yeah, the pass rush was, uh, was just getting to Herbert all day. Obviously it's going to be really difficult to get him down and, even you know Pete talked about that earlier uh, earlier this week, but you know overall they um, they were able, they were able to get uh, consistent enough pressure on him, and you know really what the, you know he completed what thirty three of his fifty one passes, but most of those you know the, and you can see it in the yardage and everything. It's just little dink and dunk shots. They're limiting stuff. They're they're getting to the ball too, and the tackling is not as much of an issue now. That's the big thing too, right? Is like they're actually making tackles now. They're not allowing extra yardage that shouldn't be there overall. There was a couple of missed tackles today in open field situations, but you know you can excuse that. Overall though, they've gotten that handled, and now that they're getting back to the basics just schematically, 
it's just really working for them and, and the personnel that they're using right now is just matching up very well. And so you got to feel really confident about this. Obviously the chargers right now, you know, they're banged up, including Herbert and they're kind of just in hell right now overall as a team. But, you know, I, I think this is something that can be sustained. And, and like you said earlier, Griff, if this is, you know, at, at, at worst, they're at least, you know, they're, they're serviceable as a defense right now. That's good enough to win ball games with the way that this offense is playing right now. So here's a juicy number. The mm. Seahawks time of possession was 33 minutes, 57 seconds. The Chargers time of possession was only 26 minutes, three seconds. And so that speaks to the complimentary football that was taking place. And it's also nice because obviously Seattle has had some moments where they've been on the flip side of that in, in recent memory. Now, are we done with the defense? Because um, no, I want to talk about. Oh, we, no. we we should we should mention we should um circle back to what Ty said about Ty Jackson. So, or not Mike Jackson, rather um, Ty Jackson. <laughs> yeah, oops. Um, so neither Sidney Jones or Artie Burns were active this week, and that was after Sidney Jones was, and Artie Burns was the previous week. Um, and now they, I think one or both of them showed up on the injury report again, but it's just commentary that like Mike Jackson has been holding them off even when they have been healthy and he's been getting better, you know? So, I mean, the, the, he might've just locked down left corner this week for good. They might just be saying you're the yeah. dude now, which is pretty cool. Undrafted free agent journeyman. He had a, you know, splash game last year, but no one really thought he was going to be in the mix. Right. But now he's, He's locked it down. I mean, it's like with DJ Reed, right? DJ Reed was a waiver wire pickup. I don't know if Mike Jackson's going to be at that level, but the dude's playing well. He's he's taking mm-hmm. care of the fade ball. He can contest now on he's trusting himself to not play too high against minus splits where he likes to give a lot of room, a lot of cushion, right? Like remember Chris Olave um had some comeback or um curl routes on him. He can contest the out routes and the and the you know the comebacks and stuff. It's like all right, if that's what they're getting from him, I'll take it. You know, so pretty cool. Yeah. yeah well, um, this is what this is what Maddie and I were talking about on Wednesday, right? Was like, what is kind of the um, the reason for putting Sidney Jones on the on, on the trade block? Right? Is it did Mike Jackson actually lock this thing up? Do they just feel confident in the depth? I think it's the former. I think Mike Jackson has this thing locked up right now with the way that he's playing. This was his best game to me. Yeah, I agree. Well, the fact you haven't noticed him like from a broadcast until this game for a bit. And for this game, it's for positive reasons, albeit a dropped yeah. interception. Like, right. you know, that's a pretty good indicator. And like, he was always, he was always technically sound. Like, I, I quite liked him. It was just, uh, I mean, probably just acclimatizing to the, you know, what's going on out there against like the first string guys because he's never done that before. Um, yeah, and there's just so much to talk about the defense, and we will cover it in the film podcast as well, but they seem to get so many tipped footballs, their rush plan seems so good each week for, like, what type of quarterback they're playing, what type of offense they're playing, and they're all sort of working together, and how cool was it seeing Bruce Irvin draw a holding penalty with a bit of a floppy sort of dive at the end, but... Also, he was active and he yeah. was setting the edge and he was in on yeah. passing down, so they trust him in that sense as well. And he was giving Dow Taylor a breather. His, like that's just awesome. I, I I agree. I mean, yeah, agreed. And 
when when you said setting the edge when they're in too high and they're in bear i mean he's effectively he can basically two gap he can set the edge and work back inside and he had like three tackles where he worked back inside into the c gap or d gap and it's like if, if your edge can do that that lets your safety you know be even more pass first than he already is so and nuosu can do that really well too so um yeah it's it's good stuff all around 